hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money, episode 198. Today, we're sharing our number one tip for never missing or being late on a bill. So if you've ever woken up in the middle of the night remembering that you forgot to pay a bill or gotten that horrible feeling when you see you've been charged a late fee, you don't want to miss this episode. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. Capital One Cafes are inviting places where you can bank, plan your financial journey, engage with your community, and enjoy Pete's coffee. You don't have to be a Capital One customer to get all these benefits. Go to debtforguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. Back on episode 191, we answered Mark's question about how to overcome financial anxiety. One of the things that Mark mentioned to us when we spoke to him, and he's not alone on this, was that he has the money but often misses paying a bill because of the anxiety he has around money. To be honest, it's something I've even struggled with in the past. So we're talking about the system we use today to make sure we are never late or miss a bill. So where did all of this come from? Well, this started actually long before my debt story. (laughs) It was the beginning of my debt story when I started to miss paying my bills. You see, I missed paying my bills primarily because I didn't have a plan to pay my bills. More Often than not, I was focused on my immediate wants and sometimes my needs, but more often than not, it was my wants. Those came first. Things like making sure that I had money to go for breakfast on the way to work or going out for lunch with my colleagues, going to dinner or buying groceries for dinner, getting clothes or going out with my friends on the weekend. All of these things were much more important to me. And because of that, Many times my bills were an afterthought. And when I did get around to paying my bills, my bank account balance was usually lower than what I was expecting and sometimes lower than what I needed. And because of that, I became scared to pay bills. Sometimes I was scared because I thought that if I paid them, I wouldn't have enough money then to do the things that I wanted to do all the time. Sometimes I just simply didn't have enough money to pay them all. And so whether it's because I didn't have the money or because I was scared that I would have less money, sometimes I just wouldn't pay a bill. We all know that that's a stupid mistake, right? Because what happens when we don't pay a bill? I got charged fees and all of the issues that come with being late or not paying bills came along with that. The interesting thing is that this is how my credit card debt really started. Because I would see my balances on my credit cards and more often than not at the beginning, I had enough money during the month 
to pay the balance off. But because of this anxiety or this fear of my bank balance being too low to not do the things that I really wanted to do, I simply didn't pay my full balance. And because I didn't pay my full balance, my balance started to increase. And pretty soon, I no longer had enough money to actually pay my balance off every month. And we know what happens with that. The interest keeps on growing, balance keeps on growing, and no longer would I have the money to pay them off. Pretty soon, all I had was enough to pay the minimums. So this is how my debt story started to transpire. And it wasn't until John and I really started to focus on this idea of paying our credit card debt off, that $51,000 in credit card debt that we had, that we stumbled upon this process of how we could make sure that we paid our bills on time and in full every month. You see, when I did this spending analysis and I realized how much money we were spending and on what we were spending, and I looked at our bills and how much money we were bringing in, I realized that things had to change for us. And I knew after looking at it, if we didn't set aside the money and pay our bills when we had the money, that we would do the same thing that I had been doing for years. So that's when we came up with this idea of send it before you spend it. We realized that spending the money on what we had already spent on by paying our bills was more important than spending it on the here and now because of that idea of it causing us financial anxiety. And as we began to send the money before we spent it on other things, it started to improve our credit scores. It also helped us slow down the growth of our debt and actually really helped us reverse things and allowed us to eventually pay our debt off. So we asked a question in the Queer Money Facebook group recently and said, do you have a process to pay your bills in full and on time? Um, this is, to date has been one of the most uh, lowest responded to polls that we've put out there. So we're not entirely sure if people were embarrassed to, to answer it honestly, or if maybe for whatever reason, the algorithms didn't let people see the poll or the poll wasn't up long enough. But we did get some interesting information, especially from the comment section. So eight out of 11 respondents to the poll said that they do have a system to pay their bills. So that's awesome. Three out of 11, however, said they don't have a system. So that's a little bit concerning, and maybe they want to adopt the strategy that we're going to explain here today. But in particular, the comments were interesting. Joseph said, my partner and I split bills, and then I automate all the bills that I'm in charge of, so I don't feel like I have to pay any more bills. Of course, the total amount is budgeted within my monthly expenses, so it is planned in advance. And that's a great strategy. Sean said, I do most online banking so that I can access my accounts by the phone or at work. And I set up phone reminders when it's time for me to pay something. So that's great. Mike says, we took our total bills for both my husband and I, and it comes to about the size of my paycheck. So we have an automatic bill account with no debit card or checks that my paycheck goes into. And then we use my husband's paycheck for our savings and daily expenses. And that goes into our joint expense account. And that's a great strategy. And Georgina says, charging basic bills like phone and electricity are great for automatically getting charged to credit cards and then getting the cash rewards or miles. Wonderful. I love that. And e-bills through your own bank are a wonderful convenience. And I totally agree. The bank gets the bills and pays it automatically from your account. 
What I never do is give an entity access to my bank account. I don't trust that. And that makes sense. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I just have to think to myself and maybe ask you the rhetorical question of those 11 people, who do you think is doing better? The eight who have a system in place or the three who don't, right? And that's kind of this whole idea of send it before you spend it, making sure you're paying your bills when it's, it, it's time to, and in some cases before it's time to. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. So what is really this send it before you spend it? How does this work? Well, this is easier to implement than it sounds. And we do walk you through this thoroughly in a step-by-step process in our Budget Buster Bundle. We also do a high-level overview of this in the free Improve and Build Your Credit Score course that's available on our site as well. So here goes. This is kind of a basic breakdown of how the send it before you spend it works for us. We pay our bills when we are paid on the 15th and the last day of the month. So we send it when we get the money. As we started coaching other people, we realized that it makes sense to do this paycheck budgeting. That's what this really is, is you're budgeting based on when you're paid because it's key to never missing your bills. It's key to never being late. It's key to not having those late fees and all the problems that follow with being late and missing a bill. So here's what we want you to do. There are three categories of people here. Those who are paid monthly, those who are paid twice a month, and those who are paid every two weeks. If you're paid once a month, this is super simple. Pay all your bills as soon as you're paid once a month. Then you're done. That'd be great. <laughs> if you're paid twice a month, there are a few more steps. First, spread your bills throughout the month so that you owe approximately the same amount the first half of the month as you do the second half of the month. So for most of us, this will require hopping on the phone, calling our billers, and asking if they'll move the due date for us. We've never had a problem with a company moving a due date for us. Uh, they're slightly incented because this could encourage you to make sure that you're never missing or being late on the bill, and that's great for them. So hop on the phone and try to spread those bills out throughout the month so um, you pay approximately the same amount the first half of the month as you do the second half of the month. Then your first paycheck on the 15th of the month should cover all your bills due the second half of the month. Your second paycheck on the last day of the month should cover your bills due the first half of the following month. All right. So there's also a few more steps here if you're paid weekly or every two weeks. So this is a, just slightly more complicated, but we'll make it pretty simple here. The first thing we want you to do is to set up what we call a funding account. It's kind of similar to what Mike and his husband do that we mentioned in the poll comments. This funding account really is the account that you will use to pay yourself on the 15th and the last day of the month. So basically, this is what you do. All of your paychecks will go into this funding account. And then on the 15th of the month and the last day of the month, you're going to pay yourself into your normal account that you use for paying your bills. So then you're going to follow the instructions that we talked about earlier. You're going to spread your bills throughout the month so that you owe approximately the same amount the first half and the second half of the month. 
Again, you may need to call some of the companies that bill you and negotiate or get them to move your dates around so that you can balance the two periods out. So they're basically the same. Then on your first paycheck, the one that you pay yourself on the 15th of the month, when you transfer that money from the funding account over to the account that you use to pay your bills, you're going to then on the 15th, make sure that you're paying your bills or all your bills for the second half of the month are paid right away. So basically on the 16th or the 17th of the month, all of that money should be going out. You won't see it in your account anymore. Then the second paycheck, the one that you pay yourself on the last day of the month, that should cover all of your bills that are due the first half of the following month. So again, maybe the first, second, or third, you're just going to want to make sure that all of that money has gone out and paid those bills. Now, granted, you're going to be paying some of your bills a little early, but again, it's better to pay these early and make sure that they're paid than to not have the money and miss the bills. Now, I want you to take note here, for those of you who are paid every two weeks or every week, it's easiest to start this funding in your account on a month where you're paid three times if you're paid every two weeks or five times if you're paid weekly. Now, if you're paid every two weeks, this is going to happen twice a year. If you're paid weekly, this is going to happen four times a year. So look at the calendar, make sure you know when that's going to happen, and make sure that that's when you're starting this because it's going to be a little bit easier. The amount of money you're going to be able to pay yourself into the accounts and then fund your account that you pay your bills out of, it's going to have a little bit more money in it. So it's going to make it a little easier to do it then. It's also important to remember with paycheck budgeting that uh, to the extent you can automate your bills, as Georgina mentioned earlier, through your bank's or credit union's bill pay system for your bills that don't fluctuate in the amount that's due from month to month. So for example, that would be maybe your rent or your mortgage, your car payments or the cost of daycare. Those bills that you have that you pretty much pay the same amount month after month. Then you only have to concern yourself with the bills that fluctuate, such as heat, water, electric, or, and you have to make sure those you'll have to probably do manually, but you've already reduced your workload a whole lot. And so having to manage these uh, few bills that are left over should reduce some anxiety and make this whole process a lot easier for you. The most important part of paycheck budgeting is paying your bills as soon as you have the money with whatever pay cycle that you're on or whatever system that you have to set up as David outlined. This way you are never late or you never miss a bill and you pay the bills, your needs, before you start paying yourself for your wants. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway for this week's episode. Come up with a system to pay your bills and feel free to use the system that we and many of our course members use. For most, not all people, but most of us, when we miss or are late on a payment, it's not because we don't have the money. It's because we simply don't have a system to remember and we forget. So get the tools that make this happen. You can use that on our Budget Buster Bundle course or the free Improve Build Your Credit Score course. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Thanks and have a great week. Want to do better with your money? Of course you do. That's why Capital One Cafes and Capital One Bank offer free financial education through their money workshops and money coaching programs. Topics like tax basics, grocery shopping tips, and vacation planning are covered regularly. 
Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score Powered by Experium Boost and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.